Welcome back, ladies and jerks. It's been another accidental hiatus. Sorry. (laughs) Oopsies. We know you missed us. We missed you. But we're back and we're here for you. And we've got a whole nother episode. So with that, shall we get started? Yes. This is the Hit and Bitch Podcast. Zoe, throwing this one over to you, I think this is this is a great place to begin. Okay. Um, I said this to Jen earlier. I'm so unbelievably horny right now. <laughs> We're all going to hell. We are. Um, and that is because I I think it's been about a week now that I have owned the Satisfier. <laughs> I just like that you call it by its name. I yes. It is called the Satisfier, and I will call it that because it satisfies me. Um, I I guess the episode isn't going up, but I did read a review in a previous episode about a... Or no, was that in the sex episode? I believe it was in the sex episode. Yeah, about a woman who said that she solved all of her bladder problems by using it. Um, And I'm kind of in her position now. I don't think I'll ever need an adult diaper in my life. (laughs) You were gonna say the you had bladder problems. And I was like, I'm not so sure you wanna put that on no, the air. I, I don't have bladder problems, but I think like in the future, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just really it's really nice. Um it's it's good, it vibrates, it it does what it needs to do. Uh I will say though, because it is so cheap, it's like $25, um, the battery life is terrible. It's meant to make you orgasm super quickly. But since I'm on Prozac, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, and so I've already had to change the batteries, and it's been, like, a full-on week. Hmm. But I think I did fall asleep, like, with it on at some <laughs> point, though, so that might be it. I don't know. Overall, it's good. I recommend. All right. Good to know. Very good to know. Um, and then we have another quick little hit. If you are a Syracuse student, you can get a vaccine. Woohoo! Yay! So... Are you vaccinated, Zoe? Yes. I'm half vaccinated. My second dose is next week. So exciting. Jen and I are getting our second dose on Sunday. Together. Aww. (laughs) They're so cute. Um, But I think that's super exciting and honestly is going to make a huge difference if people actually do it. Oh, absolutely. We will get back to this later, but... I'm really excited to talk about this. Uh, Montero slash Call Me By Your Name, Lil Nas X's new song. Absolutely. Jen, do you want to discuss? Yes, I would like to discuss. I actually um, really like the song. I, oh, yeah. The song is actually it's like been, to a total catch. Oh, like, yeah. it's very boppy. It's been stuck in my head. Call me by your name. Um, and the I've, gay references. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I've I've been a big fan of the TikToks that have been like oh my God. Margaret Thatcher or like Ronald Reagan, like sitting in hell reading a book. And then they look out the window and it's just kind of like. Sliding down the pole to hell. Sliding down the pole into hell. (laughs) Or like the gays, like trying to convince God to let them into heaven, and then and then they'll play the song, and it's him sliding down the pole, and they're like, "Oh, never mind." (laughs) Yeah, I feel like um, I know that a lot of people, like most people, most gay people I know on their Instagram stories, had reposted that tweet that he made about. Or maybe it was an Instagram post just about, like, feeling ashamed because he's been convinced by so many people around him to try and hide his sexuality or to not talk about it as much as he does, um, but that he's not ashamed of it. And that's kind of what the song is about, is just, like, 
I'm very, very openly gay, and here I am, and then now I'm going to do a lap dance for the devil. Save a horse, ride a demon. Absolutely. Save I, a horse, ride a demon. <laughs> I really want that pole. Like, I just want, like, an infinite pole oh, into yeah. hell. I was saying to you guys earlier, if I end up in hell, I want to go down sexy like that. It better be, like, I better be wearing pants or something, though, because I feel like the chafing would be bad. <laughs> ride um he also i don't know if you guys saw this he posted an open letter to his 14 year old self maybe it was that maybe that's what i was talking about yeah here i'll I'll read it because i think it's so great so dear 14 year old montero i wrote a song with our name in it it's about a guy i met last summer i know we promised to never come out publicly i know we promised to never be that type of gay person i know we promised to die with the secret but this will open doors for many other queer people to simply exist You see, this is very scary for me. People will be angry. They will say I'm pushing an agenda. But the truth is, I am. The agenda to make people stay the fuck out of other people's lives and stop dictating who they should be. Sending you love from the future, LNX. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. Um, Yeah, no, so cute. So sweet. Also, his blood shoes. Those are exciting. Oh, Oh, yeah. You know, he's being sued by Nike now for that. Yeah, yeah, because they were... Custom shoes. They weren't actually Nike yeah. shoes. Yeah, and then, but you know, they weren't Nike. Okay, shoes? listen. No, they were. It was a company that customizes Nike shoes. Listen and they though, them. you know, if it was like anything else not devil related, Nike would have been like, oh, it's okay. But the like, shoes were fine. so cool, and they were getting so much positive attention. No, know, the reason then, why is because they're like generally customers and viewership are still like cons- quote unquote conservative you know all the bla- the backlash that the song is getting right now oh, yeah. I, mean, I feel all like Nike like, satanic panic literally Nike yeah. literally made um, like Colin Kaepernick into like a like the face of their company for a while oh true like, I don't know why they wouldn't be in support of because it's maybe it's just because they're devil. not making, it's it's they're not, no it's because they're not making money off of it like that's the true. reason true true probably I think you have a point there they're cool shoes. Miley Cyrus wore them in an Instagram post, and they look really sick. Yeah. They're sexy. Aren't they all black? Yeah, and then they With have, red like, accents. a pentagram. Apparently, they have so drops of human blood in them. Oh. That's that actual like blood. That's some blood magic there. No, no, no. As in, like, I think there's, like, a drop of actual blood in, like, each of the shoes. Because oh. there's only, like, 666 of them. Whose freaking uh, blood yeah, so did they put in there? Okay, so I was told that it was somewhat like just like one of the people who like made the shoes. Okay, but who just stood there like cut their palm open and was like drip, 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 drip. drip, drip. drip. I'm sure they didn't do that. I'm sure they like drew it and then like put a drop in. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But that's a much less fun way to think about it. Yeah, no, kind of cool like, though. Yeah, I, in my head, it's like someone in some satanic ritual like slashed their palms yeah, in the middle know, of a of pentagram course. with all the shoes and like drip, drip, drip. Of course. Um, and then also he pointed out that the exact same people who kept saying he was going to hell for being gay are the people who are mad at him now that he is going to hell and has made that clear. He's like, you know what? If I'm going to hell, I might as well make a party out of it. And now Mm -hmm. people are like, wait, no. Yeah, no, like, why? (laughs) Literally, why? You can't have it both ways, you wasps. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's catering directly to them and, like, what they've said about him. And then now they're mad about it. I'm sure if we're, like, if I'm going to hell, it's not going to be because I'm gay. I, I'm probably going to hell from so many other things that I've done in my yeah. life. I feel like I've said fuck God like at least once. I literally don't even believe in God, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to hell. Either. Oh, no, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Now that we've gotten that out of the way. Speaking of uh, going to hell? vices, 
things that are bad. <laughs> well, not bad. Before we get into vices, um, I was talking to my therapist, and she told me that my cigarette smoking habit is not a problem. And I <gasps> what? Funny. Wait, I need I need your therapist. <laughs> Wait, I need that's to speak so to your funny. therapist. My therapist talked about her cigarette problem once. Um, it was my old therapist. It was when I was talking about, like, having, like, binge eating disorder. Um, and she was like, yeah, I realized it was a problem when I quit smoking and then found myself digging through the trash can for cut-in-half cigarettes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, to be fair, I probably smoke roughly a pack a semester. Do you oh, smoke, okay. like, when, when you're really drunk? No. Apparently, drunk cigarettes I do that. don't count. I mean, That's what I, I've been told. Oh, oh, well, good for me then. I do that too. I also believe that drunk cigarettes don't count. But no, I smoke sober and sometimes like during the day. Uh, I get when I when it's like when the sun is out, then I feel like it's problematic. But she's like, <laughs> like that's the only time I like relax and I just sit down and like can't really do anything else. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want everything to smell like cigarettes. And that's she's fair. like, okay, perhaps like the actual cigarette part isn't great. But there's some very useful stuff in there. It's not all bad. Well, that's, like, a lot of people, like, are now, like, people who are trying to quit smoking and, like, trying to quit weed and stuff are smoking just, like, herbs. Like, yeah. Like, people will make, like, oh, herb I did that. I did yeah. that over um, winter break at home when I couldn't smoke weed. Yep. I would just smoke, like, mugwort and, and lavender and rose petals. It was nice. Oh, and then also my friend and I would, like, buy a CBD joint from the, the smoke shop, and we would just, like, take a hike, and then we would smoke CBD joints a lot. But now I'm fully smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, you know. Wait, okay, so weed. Yes! Weed is started. Um, since as of yesterday, like, April—oh, my God, was it on April 1st? Wait, what if it's all just an Wait. No. Okay, as of April 1st, 2021, recreational marijuana is now legal in the state of New York. Yeah. The bill just passed. Um, also, it says that um, anyone who has been like arrested or has any charges against them for possession of weed or whatever that's now like no longer criminalized from this bill, they're getting expunged from their records and the courts have two years to complete that process. Does that mean that people are getting released from prisons? I don't know. Perhaps. I, I mean, if it's getting expunged, I mean, that's not what that means, but I, I assume that like... If it's no longer considered criminal, I would hope that people are being. Yeah, that's I mean, the whole if, thing yeah. is like people are getting excited, but then the whole thing is like, the reason behind legalization should be to try and keep prisons and like like people out of prisons. Yeah, I feel like the reason behind it is tax money, but that too. Well, no, that's the whole thing is like they're trying to ignore the fact that it's literally just because like they've used the war on drugs to like put black people in prisons, mm-hmm. and then now they're like, oh, it's good for like business so yeah like white people can do drugs so now too. that now the cannabis industry is yeah, gonna so be that's, like booming the next step is gonna be trying to make sure that like cannabis isn't like dominated by white people and trying to make sure that yes. like because it, it's still seen as like a stigma for people of color and then for white people it's like oh it's like a medicine yeah yes. so for sure the next step is going to be trying to get people released from prisons because like california it's been legal for a while and i do not mm-hmm. think they've released anyone from prison I, I could 100% I haven't mistaken. heard of anything. That's like the most common reason that people are locked up is for nonviolent drug yep. crime. Think about like these white frat boy congressmen. They did a lot of coke in their lives. <laughs> yeah. And coke is literally like not legal yet. But like oh, no. it's literally not legal. <laughs> no, I, I highly recommend reading The New Jim Crow by Michelle Alexander. Very, very good book. That is a good book. Um, but it talks about like the whole thing about 
like just how predominantly white communities and like dealers and just like kids doing drugs in general in those communities are seen as so much different than kids growing up in predominantly black communities and like people of color doing drugs and they're like the amount of drugs that are being bought and sold are basically the same arguably like possibly higher among like predominantly white communities but that like the police for whatever reason have it in their heads that like more drug deals happen in poorer neighborhoods like out in the open which like isn't like it isn't true at all but like that's their reasoning for like wanting to go into those communities and arrest more people that is complete bullshit though i I just wonder like that's not something that's going to change it's not it's just too systemic like i'm worried that the police are just going to try and find like another way to put people behind bars for sure we should still celebrate though because that was like one of the things that my mom kept getting mad at me about like when she (laughs) found my stash this like over break which like i didn't hide it very well but also she shouldn't have been going through my room period but yeah no she was like it's not even legal in new york i wonder if any oh my god y'all know if any dispensaries open up in the area like it's over for us oh it's absolutely it's literally over for us dispensaries (laughs) are such an incredible experience i've had such meaningful conversations with every single person (laughs) i've like met that has worked at a dispensary i it's literally my dream to work at like a smoke shop or a dispensary and i'd want to work there it is my dream the one that i go to um there's a little pit bull that lives there I, I guess like she doesn't live there, but like, um, like one of her like her owner like works at the dispensary, and so I like get to see her every time I go in. We had a conversation about like training dogs, um, and like adoption and stuff. And then like another guy, um, I was trying to pay with cash, but then I realized that I only had Egyptian like pounds. From when I went to Egypt, I had like one <laughs> Egyptian note. Um, and then the guy was like, hmm, like, how was your trip to Egypt? Like, was it safe there? Like, what did you do? And, like, so we had this whole, like, in-depth conversation about, like, my trip to Egypt. That's so funny. My sister, so when, like, all of the looting and all of that was going on, my sister goes, there's two places I would loot, a dispensaries and a Michael's. A Michael's! <laughs> Michael's deserves to be looted. Uh, no, I know. Michael's and Hobby Lobby. Oh, Hobby, Hobby Lobby especially. Lobby. <laughs> They definitely, literally when they were like, no, we don't want to implement the Affordable Care Act because it means that people can get abortions. Yeah, no, (laughs) we don't want to give our female workers birth control. Yep. Like, yeah, no, Hobby Lobby was like, yeah, we don't like Obama, so we're going (laughs) to not do that. But the amount, like, and they're literally homophobic with the amount of gays that, like, go to Hobby Lobby because it's a craft store and, like, gays love crafting. So, like, I'm like, y'all, like, you know that, like, half of your, your revenue is like probably from <laughs> queers right yeah no literally <laughs> that's so funny literally um shall we move on yeah all right <laughs> all right i jen this one is you because i need you to explain it first I you don't... know what good for her <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 so i recently have been really really into quote-unquote good for her movies and good for her movies how do i explain this they're kind of like movies about female anti-heroes, but like not quite because basically the movie, like the character, you, she's supposed to be the bad guy. Like she's morally like wrong and doing like bad things, yet we still root for her and we say like good for her. So like an example would be like, um, well, I Dan- mean, 
Danny yeah, from Midsommar. I was about to say. Midsommar. For me, um, that's one of my comfort movies. In Midsommar, you know, everyone that's knows. A comfort movie? Everyone knows well, that we'll, Midsommar. We'll explain. We'll explain. Midsommar is literally a movie about like cults, right? And like white suprem- like white supremacy, literally cult cult shit. But then people would say that it's a good for her movie because it's a breakup movie. It's a good. Let me explain. This is about like this is about to be spoilers, so skip ahead like five minutes or whatever. No, um, you should have seen it by now. It's yeah, been out actually, for a while. Yeah, no, it's been out for like a year and a half now. No, wait, longer than that. Two, like two years. Two years, yeah. Okay, so you should have seen it by now. Um, at the very end, you know, she's she well, she starts off like in a bad place. Like she's in a shitty relationship. It's not going well. Uh, you know, her sister killed herself and her parents. Not doing okay. Um. And she goes to Sweden and with her boyfriend, with her boyfriend, but who begrudgingly invited her. She's now like in the middle of nowhere with all these people who love and support her. Mm-hmm. She kills off her boyfriend. Uh huh. She kisses Pele, uh-huh. the man of my dreams. Uh huh. Um, and then she becomes May Queen. And then she becomes the May Queen. Good for her. So here's the thing. <laughs> the ending of the movie it's supposed to be that we think it's good for her because we're being brainwashed by the cult as Danny is being brainwashed by the cult but you know what fuck that good for her good for her <laughs> I mean like we know we know it's a cult and we know it's bad we know and that we they know raped that, her boyfriend and, and we that know he that actually she wasn't chose, cheating on her and she chose to kill him as the May Queen for him to be sacrificed at the end like we know but like he was an awful boyfriend and it was a breakup movie and good for her good for her good for her good for her that's an example of a good for her movie <laughs> another example of a good for her movie like jennifer megan fox and jennifer's body she's literally a demon who eats like boys and girls good for her good for her good for her because those guys the reason why she became like a whole like demon succubus thing in the first place was because she went to that concert with those um disgusting like old men and then they try to sacrifice her because they wanted to sacrifice her to the devil so they could become like they could get like a record deal and stuff but then they were they need to sacrifice a virgin but she wasn't a virgin and that's how she became a demon and it's like not her fault that she became that and it's not her fault that she goes around eating people's souls and bodies because like they try to kill her i mean they did kill her and then she came back to life because it was like a whole satanic ritual thing but good for her she was eating boys killing <laughs> boys like good for her i just found this letterbox how? list called the good for her cinematic universe and how i feel like marta yeah. in knives out how is that a good for her because thing? she did not she had no ties to the family whatsoever yet she still got the entire estate she got that coin <laughs> she doesn't seem so bad that's the thing yeah well, that's the thing. she it doesn't bad. have to be she doesn't have to be bad you don't have to be bad it's like I'm looking at this list right now and like some other movies in the good for her cinematic universe are like mamma mia they Just don't like, have to be bad for, like, yeah they don't have to be them. bad but my oh. favorite ones are like those yeah, or like I Amy see. from Gone Girl that is definitely a good for her like movie <laughs> yeah no I'm trying to find there are some other really good ones in here uh, Princess Bride was in there all right. Good for her. I see that. I see that. Um, trying to see what else. There's, like, so many options. Like, the Devil Wears Prada. Good for her. Good that's for also her. a good for her. Oh, yeah. That is definitely a good for her Oh, my movie. gosh. Wait. That's what I was thinking of. Julie and Julia. Good for good her. For good her. for her. You know what? Meryl Streep. I could watch an entire movie of Meryl Streep just being Julia Child walking out of France going, like, ooh, I'm going to write a cookbook. Like, <laughs> Good for her. And then Amy Adams just like cooking her way through that book, just just like figuring out her life. Princess Diaries, good for her. Good for her. Freaky Friday, good for her. Mean Girls, good for her. Uh, So good. Yeah, I love good for her movies. And like, especially for um, ones where like, you know, they're they're supposed to be like the bad guy, but like, I still root for them anyway. Well, I mean, like the, the like ultimate 
ultimate good for her movie um, is Promising Young Woman. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't but, seen it yet. But it, like, I know what it's about, and I'm assuming what everyone. Oh, well, actually, we'll, we'll, we'll explain. Yeah, no, I I have lots of thoughts on it's that. About, so if you guys have you see seen it? it, yeah, I. I would love to talk about it, but once you guys have seen it, though. um, Carrie Mulligan plays a girl who, like, her friend was, I think, like, assaulted. Yeah, so her friend got assaulted while they were in med school together. um, And she ended up dropping out of med school. And her friend, I think— From the trauma and stuff? Yeah, no, her friend, I think, either committed suicide or she just, like— No, I think she she ended up committing suicide. That is so sad. Um— yeah, because, like, of how traumatic it was. And so Carrie Mulligan's character basically, like, <laughs> at this point just lives with her parents um, and then just, like, works in a coffee shop and then goes out every single night and tries to pretend like she's drunk so she can get a nice guy uh, to try quote, and take quote, her nice home. nice guy. Yeah, and then try to sleep with her while she's acting like she's blacked out. And like, then all of a sudden, drunk. like, right as they're about to, like, do anything to her, she's like, oh. Huh. Like, I was actually sober. Did you really think that, like, that was okay? And then she freaks them out. Yeah. And then they, all of the, um, it's directed by a woman, written by a woman. Woo-hoo. And um, she casted a lot of, like, the quote-unquote nice guy characters as, like, famous, like, so, like yeah, famous like, actors uh, who are known to play nice guys. Mick like, Lovin Yeah, Mick Lovin. Oh my Bo God. Burnham is Bo in it. Bo Burnham is in it, too. I will marry Bo Burnham. I freaking love <laughs> Bo Burnham. I haven't um, seen that man since, like, middle school. No, I didn't know he was in the movie. Um, and so I... Like, for whatever reason, like, because I, I went to a seat in the theater, um, which was an interesting experience. It was, like, for whatever reason, this theater opened in the middle of a pandemic, and my mom was like, let's go, and I was like, oh, Promising okay. Young Woman? Yeah. Um, and so, no, like, the theater itself, like, the movie theater opened in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I saw Promising Young Woman, um, and then, like, Bo Burnham just got on the big screen, and he, like, walked into the coffee shop. I was like, I love oh, Bo my gosh, she's in this movie. I freaking love him. But, yeah, it's a very yeah. good movie. It's been nominated for hella, like, Oscars, too surprisingly actually for me surprisingly um so we should definitely check it out but if y'all ladies specifically if you're looking for a good for her movie please watch any of the ones that we just suggested all right shall we move on to the bitches yeah please so though you pitched tiktok is literally tumblr and i was just intrigued because as we know I don't have a TikTok. And I, was it one of you who sent me that thing that was like, if you don't have a TikTok, you think you have a PhD in maturity. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? There's a part of my brain that thinks like that. But also, it's more of like, I'm not ready for the time suck. But I feel like an old person who constantly needs to be like, what do the young people need to explain to me today? <laughs> yeah, no. So this is like a weird phenomenon because I feel like we're becoming like the age, like we're reaching the age where like, you know how like, when BuzzFeed started and millennials were like, oh my gosh, like I just drink wine and coffee and that's it. And like 90s kids had it, like they were living <laughs> a life and like so no hard. one else. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, adulting. <laughs> so like we're kind of starting to reach that age, <laughs> like the college humor target audience. The college humor. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like we're, like we're kind of, this is like our version of that era where we're starting to see all these trends from when we were younger, repeating amongst younger generations. And it's kind of like, oh, like, this has happened before. And it's interesting because none of these children know anything about these things. So um, I was on Tumblr, uh, maybe like... It was, like, slightly after, like, the pe- like peak Tumblr. Um, I have one interjection. I was on Tumblr for a little bit. 
my aesthetic, I was in seventh grade, all black and white. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah, girl. Good. Girl, like the boxed water and the yeah. and the white tennis skirts, American apparel outfits. I didn't really care what it was as Brandy long Melville. as it was black and white. Like, it just, that was it. I would not post anything with colors. No, just like photos of water. Like minimalist shit. Yep. And just I like one hand. I was yeah. so and like bruises. fucking cool. Yeah. Like, I thought I was so fucking deep Yeah, you and thought you cool. were so aesthetic. I was different, let me fucking tell you. Oh my gosh. We were all different and just like each other. Yeah, I yeah know. no, so like, I, yeah, I was on Tumblr. Um, I had a, my Instagram account was a Super Hulock fan account. Super Hulock. I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay, so it's it's a big fandom that starts, so it's a combination of Doctor Who, Supernatural, and Sherlock. Yeah. And so it's like those three things, and it's called Super Who Luck because that, like, it was just a fandom, like, those three things tied together. Yep. I get um, that, though. Very popular. Yeah. On so it was like, I got into Doctor Who. I hated Benedict Cumberbatch because all my friends were obsessed with him, and I was like, no. I was one of those people who was obsessed with I Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Benedict and Cumberbatch. so then I started watching Supernatural, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And then I was like, finally, like, oh my gosh, Sherlock. And then I felt like such an intellectual. And I was yep. like, I'm, I'm so much smart. Like, I know how like Rick and Morty fans feel now. <laughs> I thought I was so cool when I started watching Doctor Who. Yeah, like, no. I really thought that I was like, I was like, all oh, right, I'm British now. No, literally, I was like, oh my God, I'm so cultured. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like, the fact that, like, they convinced us all that, like, Matt Smith was an attractive man <laughs> with his no eyebrows and no lips. Uh, those are the days. Yeah, but, like, that stuff is now coming back. So, like, it started with the cosplayers because the cosplayers used to, like, take over Tumblr and then now they're on TikTok. Um, now there's also, like, LGBT discourse with, like, the whole thing of, like, there's, like, the neo-pronoun argument is happening again. Um, neo pronoun, like neo, pro- like using like things that aren't like considered normal pronouns, oh, as pronouns and like kidding and stuff. Oh, like that's right. all back on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, same thing with like the like neurodivergent conversation. Yeah, where people are trying I've to like self-diagnose themselves as like having autism or ADHD. ADHD very popular. Yeah, and people are like, oh, I have these things. Like maybe I have this, or like trying to come up with like new terms. Just for self-diagnosis of like any mental. Yeah, health disorder. You know, li- that's literally why I was afraid to admit that I needed to see a therapist is because I was so like scarred by all the people that self-diagnose themselves on social media that I didn't want to be one of those people. And I was like, I don't like I feel like I was like very depressed and very anxious in high school. And then like I got the diagnosis and I was like, so I'm not lying. <laughs> like um, same thing with uh, now there's like a science side, like the science side of Tumblr was a huge mm-hmm. thing where people would like talk about stuff like they make posts and then they'd say science hey, science side, please can you help us this. out like, so now it's everyone just directs their posts at hank green and asks yeah. hank green to yeah. answer all of their weird <laughs> yeah, science yeah, questions yeah, yeah. same thing with that like john green was like the king of tumblr yes um and the then, original creators of what vidcon um yeah they they made vidcon they're the creators of vidcon um the founders yeah and same thing with like crash course they like they had their prime like the fault in our stars and like the Tumblr era, and then now it's Hank Green just like being the father of Gen Z. Literally, they call him the father of Gen Z. <laughs> like he's literally just our father at this point. Spencer um, from iCarly. Yeah, no. So oh that's my god, thing. I love him. So, okay, so, I love him so much. <laughs> okay, so another thing is just like having horrible crushes on people. Like crushes so, on like the most the weird, big thing like... on Tumblr used to be the Onceler. He had a whole fandom. No, stop! Stop! <laughs> 
where people were just obsessed with the Onesler um, and in love with him, and they would write like fan fiction and just get really into the Onesler. Um, and so now it's just like TikTok chooses like random people all the time. So like it's been Roderick for a while. Rod- um, yeah, that was very good. But like that's kind of a given. But the now Wunsler. everyone is simping over Spencer. Okay, Spencer okay. from my Carly. I wasn't sure that I was right about this. The Onesler. You mean the one from the Lorax? Yes. Yeah, like the, the character one that, uh, from the Lorax. Yeah. The skinny... Ed Helms's voice. <laughs> yeah, oh with the God. black hair and um, the fedora. Wait, also, I have such uh, confession to make. My first ever celebrity crush was uh, Freddie from iCarly because I'm like, I am a nerd when it comes down to it. And I've never told anyone that before because I know it's so embarrassing. We're we, judging you. We were I talking know. about this last night on like a Zoom call. Um, and I said mine was Bernard the Elf from Santa Claus. Huh? <laughs> huh? You Do you win. not know what he looks like? Bernard, the like the sassy elf. Why an elf? Uh, because he's fucking hot. Oh, Bernard. Oh, the elf. wait, he's kind of he's kind of cute. He's kind of cute. <laughs> wait, that'll make your pussy throb. Literally, what? Um. See so now, yeah. Now it's Spencer from iCarly, and people are just like making TikTok edits of him, and it's really funny. Same I have thing with such um, a thing for Spencer. What the fuck is his name? Doc from Cars. Oh my god! <laughs> like people have daddy issues. Or the tigers from um, Zootopia. That one, yeah, no, isn't that from Tumblr? Where it's like the like that one tiger from Zootopia who Ooh, would treat, treat me, me right. right. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much stuff that I feel like is just repeating, and people have started to point it out. But the interesting thing is that like so many of the children on the app just don't realize it. Like all of the LGBT discourse that's happening is like mostly like young people trying to figure themselves out and. It's, like, the same exact thing that all of us were having, like, 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago. I would argue that it's just, it's, TikTok is just, like, another normal social media platform that a bunch of fandoms are coming together on, though. Yeah, I think it's more so that it, like, it caters to individual communities. Really so like, well. Tumblr was, like, you could either be super aesthetic or, like... Just post like random information yeah. and treat it like a blog or like be super into fandoms. And TikTok isn't like that because of how curated the algorithm is. It's very different from like Instagram, you would say, because Instagram is very much like it's just, kind of yeah. hard to find niche communities on there unless you like start like a foodie account or like you start like a like a thrifting account. Like but like obviously a lot of people just use Instagram. Doctor Who fan account where you make edits yeah like you have to like you have to kind of go out of your way to like find specific fandoms on instagram but most people on instagram just use it as like what like personal you know just like personal social media yeah like look at me look at what i'm doing tiktok it's just like you're like oh like i'm horny for doc from cars you can literally do i'm gonna like this tiktok TikTok. and now my for you page is just gonna be like horny edits especially because the algorithm is so good and the fucking instagram algorithm algorithm sucks and they're constantly changing the interface so it's like really it's so annoying and people don't even like using the app anymore and then it's also similar to like twitter where they're like different there are different sides of twitter yeah there's like like business twitter Twitter, Twitter. black twitter gay twitter like my one time my friend described my twitter as beyonce twitter whatever that means (laughs) like yeah. There's horny Twitter. Oh my gosh. I feel like we all belong on horny Twitter. No, oh, horny yeah. Twitter is like... What's well, like slut Twitter in the first episode? Uh, is like, oh yeah. Wait, remember, who, who were we talking about? There was like some congressman who ended up getting... Ted Cruz! Ted Cruz! Yeah, he liked some lesbian porn, right? He liked some sort of porn on, on 9-11. Fucking oh, 9-11. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my god, Cruz. full circle. Yeah. I don't think that ever came out. 
What? The episode with us talking about Ted Cruz. Oh. I'm not sure. Guys, if you've heard us talk about Ted Cruz liking porn on Twitter on 9-11, let us know. But I don't think you have. And now you know. Deja now you know. Vu. The more you know. <laughs> um, all right. So, COVID news, even more COVID news, because there's always more COVID news, because there's just always COVID yeah. news, because that's um, our life. Hey, hey, everyone. Um just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean that the pandemic is over. Period. Spooky. This is my ASMR tutorial for how to stay safe during the pandemic. Please get vaccinated. Stop partying and storming castle. If you're at castle, fuck you. <laughs> you, re- you guys really don't have any friends that you can just hang out with like in a tiny group like is it that hard um the night before not the night before but the game before there was one video that ended on, on barstool and it was yeah like one that was girl so fucking storming funny. castle and then the next game the whole fucking school i know castle. i thought, oh, I thought it was so funny because it was, I, like, so, it was so cute because it was literally just this girl like she just jumped out of the car and she was running through the parking lot like yeah Aww. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny. It's actually yeah. my friend's G-Big. And then they did it oh, for real. Cute. Then they did it for real. We're yes. all really six degrees away from each other always. Oh, yeah, the Absolutely. school is getting tiny. I swear to God, my ex-whatever or something, like I have every single Ex-whatever. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Situationship fucking, I don't know. But anyway, every single person I meet, somehow the roads lead back to him, and then the school has never felt so small, and I'm yep. just like... Please, sir. No. No. (laughs) But yeah, um, we just got we got multiple emails and like I try not to read them because they give me anxiety. But um, we've been getting multiple emails from like the chancellor and the deans and stuff. COVID cases have been rising still on campus. Apparently, like recently they had like so many positive like they had so many positive cases it was like the same amount that they got in like one week in the fall they had it all in like one day or something yep and then also on top of that they're telling us like please get vaccinated but also like you guys like you can still pass covid on to other people and you can still like get it It, the vaccine just makes you like not super sick the whole thing that made me so mad is like when my whole family got covid my dad was like now we can go on vacation because we have the antibodies i was like that's not how it works like you can still carry covid and pass it on yeah you you might not get like you might not get super sick from it that's what the vaccine is for and then what the antibodies are for but then like you can still have it like on your body and you can still like go to someone who hasn't been vaccinated like people who like are allergic to it or older people who are afraid of like having really bad reactions to it like or literally anybody like babies and you can still give covid to someone so i mean if though like the majority of the school gets vaccinated then sure like, herd immunity yeah like, but we haven't gotten there yet we're no, not even close like to that yet also like yes that's yeah. very true but i think like i don't know if people really do get vaccinated then i think coming back in the fall like completely fine and it'll be nice it'll be i mean it, it should be a little better though i think pe- the mentality in general is like i'm vaccinated it's all fine and it's just so easy to think that because well, there's yeah. so much like covid fatigue that was mm-hmm. the whole thing with Castle, is that people were so mad about it. Um, but then all of these other people kept trying to come to their defense and saying, well, they're probably vaccinated already. Like, no, they are not. 
Um, oh, and that's I mean, like, the other thing is like people think that like just because you're vaccinated, it's going to be like COVID is over forever. Yeah, it's no. probably no. going to be like the flu. We're going to have to get vaccinated every no, year. No, they're going to be making different COVID strain like vaccinations. Yeah, and people are still going to get like just because the flu vaccine exists doesn't mean that people like don't die from the flu. Like people yeah. still die from the flu. Also, things are, like, never going to be back to the way it was before, you guys. Like, we might not have to worry about COVID as much, but, like, it's never going to be back to, quote-unquote, normal. So, like, be responsible. Be careful. I mean, we like, we have to come back to campus regardless. Like, they've already decided that, that we're coming back in person for the fall. So, like, just, like, be mindful and be responsible. Don't be an asshole. I think it's constantly a two steps forward, one step back type of situation. Yeah. Yep. And I think that's how it's going to stay for a long time. I don't know. I just want to get back to partying. Yeah. But unfortunately, that doesn't seem to be the case. Okay. Just be careful, get tested, and wear a mask. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the least you can do. And then get vaccinated because you can get vaccinated now. So don't be worrying about like, oh, I want people who are like more deserving of me to get. There's no such thing as anyone no, who's more deserving thing, of the vaccine than you are. Like at this point, because we now have so many vaccines available, we are at the point where like everyone should be trying to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So don't be trying to wait for like, be like, oh, I want to give my spot to like an elderly person. Like, no, you are just as important. And nope, because, we need yeah. we need everyone to get vaccinated right no, now so we can get worth. herd immunity. Period. <laughs> we um, need to get herd immunity as soon as possible. And yes. we can't achieve that if we keep being like, oh, like I'll just like let someone and else I have think, it. I think because the vaccine is now becoming more and more widely available, people are like, oh, it's okay. And like, Zoe, that video that you put up in the pitch doc with the CDC director on the brink oh, I did of that. tears. Oh, sorry, Jen. My bad. She she was about to burst into tears. Just very, very emotional She video. used the words impending doom. Like, yeah. Yeah. It feels like we're past the point of impending doom, but we're not. It's so scary. It is yeah. scary. And sometimes I think... Because we're getting used to this. We forget just well, how yeah. scary it is. No, and that's you like a, a step back. That's the thing that people talk about is how a lot of other countries or just most other countries managed to combat the pan, like the coronavirus just by shutting themselves down and not doing anything. And now they're back to normal. But instead of doing that, the U.S. has now just adapted to it. And we just see COVID as a normal thing. And like this is how we're going to be living our lives normally. And like states lifting their mask mandates that's crazy yeah, no get the fuck i out. have no like no everyone in texas there's is no excuse now. for that i saw someone at a concert in oh, texas a concert like in austin yeah in austin at a like at a full-on like dj set Jeez. i would be really worried to be living in texas no right sixth now. street is so scary like all the bars are back open so that's like the big like college bar street um it's kind of like bourbon street but like for college students and all of those bars are back open, like, without masks. No. That's nuts. That's terrifying that people just think that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking of things people think is okay. That is okay. Yeah. Smoking weed. It's fine. It's oh, no, legal. I was just going to talk about the Biden presidency. <laughs> oh. People thinking it's okay. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was taking a different route there with weed is fine, but the Biden presidency doesn't think so. Yeah. Um, We're headed to the same place, my friend. So in case you guys didn't know, there were a handful of White House staffers that the White House fully confirmed that they were fired because they had smoked weed regularly. Oh, my God. What's so fucking stupid about that is they're trying to update policies to ensure that past marijuana use won't automatically disqualify staff from serving in the White House. 
But that's exactly what this did. And I don't understand how yeah. that comes out in a press release and then they're like, but... Like, I just don't, like, to me, those do not correlate. Yeah, no, also, like, really bold of Kamala to be like, yeah, I have smoked weed in the past. I'm one of you. And then, like, yeah. And then also, like, (sighs) three of the last five presidents have admitted to smoking weed. (laughs) No, uh, Bill Clinton didn't inhale. I'm Bill Clinton. I didn't inhale. Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> the please. amount of Monica Lewinsky jokes that are just popping into my head right now, but we're above that. Yeah, no, uh, Bill Clinton, you went to Georgetown. When I went on a tour of Georgetown University, um, outside of all of the dorms, there were just beer cans. Oh. <laughs> they fully, like, on our tour, we just walked past all of the beer cans. Like, John Mulaney went there. We know what's up. Oh, John Mulaney. I love you. John like, Mulaney is my favorite Bill Clinton, comedian. you definitely did more than smoke weed yeah, during your like, time at Georgetown University. Just hearing the things he said about his time in college. Wait, have you guys seen the thing where he was like, he would just drink anything? The perfume, the yep. whiskey or perfume. Yep. Are you? It was where, it was, like, he was blacked out at some point. And then so, he said it's like it's like Michael Jackson where he's Clinton? at the level. Uh, no, uh, no, John Mulaney. John Mulaney, like, his blackouting is, like, at the level where he doesn't know if things that people say about him are true or not. Um, and so <laughs> at one point, one of his stories is that someone handed him a bottle and said, is this, or no, they just held it up and said, is this whiskey or perfume? And, and then he drank, drank the entire thing and then said, it's it perfume. perfume. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's why he went to rehab. I'm literally, I was literally just going to say, like, now he's in rehab. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just, like, infuriating. And I just, I don't, I don't get it. And, like, it's just not a big deal. Marijuana is not a big deal. It's not going to, like, ruin your life. It's not going to, like, it's, people are using it as medicine at this point. I know. Like, if you can drink alcohol, then you should be able to smoke weed. Like, at this point, like, I I don't know. It just, it just makes no sense to me why, like, alcohol and weed are seen as, like, different things. I don't know. And also, like, just with Biden in general, everybody was like, this man is going to be our savior. And, like, I will take him over Trump in a heartbeat any any minute. I, I think, like, the the m- increased Democratic representation has been great for this country. However, he's not our savior. Like, yeah, no, that's, like, I was so confused. All these Trump supporters are like, he's going to make this into, like, a socialist nation and you're <laughs> never going to have rights again. Like, like no, he's no. about as centric as you can get. No, it's so, like, there's, once again, bringing up TikTok, I see all these TikToks of <laughs> people just, like, sitting there and it's, like, pati- me patiently waiting for, like, the, like, socialist nightmare that Biden was, like, told to, like, that people, like, said Biden was going to enact. And it's just, like, him just, like, sitting there waiting. He's like, like, it doesn't seem to be coming. (laughs) Oh, and, like, in the wake of multiple mass shootings, there's been, like, what, eight since Atlanta? Like, he's like, infrastructure bill. And I'm just like, no, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Joe Biden is the person who, like, this summer, when people are talking about, like, defunding the police, said that police officers should be trained to shoot people in the oh leg my God, yeah. instead of shooting oh them in the God. head. Oh, my God. Like, that's kind of, I think, his, like, method for all of this, uh, just mean, in general, is just kind of, like, making adjustments that don't really fix the problem, but they do enough to where people think he's doing also, something. he's so old. His yeah. brain is, like, deteriorating. Well, he's just an old white man whose career has been walking the center line trying to make as many people happy as possible, and that has worked for him. But, I mean, also, like, 
I don't know why people are surprised at this point, because everyone knew that as soon as Bernie dropped out of the race, Biden switched all of his policies to try and be way more progressive, to try and keep Bernie voters from voting third party. Yeah. Like it it's just so wild to me that so many people are like, oh, my gosh, like Biden isn't taking kids out of cages like Biden isn't decriminalizing marijuana nationally, like all of these things. And like, like, why? Like, why did you think that would happen in the first place? You guys, I'm looking at pictures of John Mulaney and his dog, and they're so fucking cute. Right, Petunia! Go tell your fucking jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, John Mulaney and Petunia. My gosh, they have such a wholesome relationship. You are no longer the alpha of this house. (laughs) And in my head, I was thinking I was never the alpha. (laughs) That's honestly a solid impression. Of course, I have so much like just random John Mulaney, like. (laughs) Just all of his, like, all of his jokes just right, in my right. head. Sign off. One last John Mulaney joke. Go. Oh, shoot. There's so many. Uh, Best one. Make it count. Okay. Every HGTV show goes like this. Craig and Stassi are looking for a two-story A-frame that's near Craig's job in the downtown, but also satisfies Stassi's need to be near the beach, which is nowhere near Craig's job, with three kids and nine on the way, and a max budget of $7. Let's see what Lori Joe can do on this week's episode of You Don't Deserve a Beach House. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, goodbye and good night. Bye, Cut. Bye, Cut. This has been Hit and Bitch, the podcast about the things you hate to love and love to hate. Rate and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends and be sure to keep up with Jerk on jerkmagazine.net.